Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self-worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Hello and welcome everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We hope our show today will be uplifting, inspiring, and enlightening. And we have a wonderful show today. The first and last freedom, the awakening of your true self with our renowned guest, Guy Finley. Guy offers us a new way to look at life, relationships, and what we experience in the moment and how we can transform the past into a healing power. He shows us just how to find the source of freedom, remember yourself, and realize freedom. Guy Finley is a modern-day mystic and practical philosopher, best-selling self-help writer, and internationally renowned spiritual teacher. For over four decades, he has helped individuals around the world find inner freedom and a deeper and satisfied life. And his in-depth, down-to-earth teachings cut straight to the heart of today's most important personal and social issues, anxiety, self-discovery, relationships, addiction, stress, compassion, and peace. Featured on hundreds of television and radio shows, including national appearances on NBC, CBS, CNN, and NPR, Guy is the author of over 45 books and audio and video programs, including his acclaimed seminal book, The Secret of Letting Go. And his popular books and audio programs, video programs, several of which have become international bestsellers, have sold over 2 million copies worldwide. And Guy's teachings reveal a broader and deeper understanding of life that opens new possibilities, help release new energies, delivers welcome relief from all of life's troubles. And he's the director, the founding director of Life of Learning Foundation in Maryland, Oregon, and offers free online classes. And you can register at GuyFinley.org for the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. So now I am just honored and pleased to welcome Guy Finley to our show today, The First and Last Freedom, The Awakening of Your True Self. Guy, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, Jean. Nice, nice to be with you again. Well, thank you so much. And you know, I, I just must share with our listeners that I just love your teachings, your analogies, dramatization, stories, and humor that makes your the lessons so profound and practical for using in our everyday life. And Guy, before uh, we uh, begin, may I share something uh, with our listeners uh, that you shared in one of your uh, talks? 
Oh, please, Jean, any, anything, whatever yes, you want. I, I found this so profound because uh, every time I listen to your, your talks, it's like coming home. You say, we have forgotten something vital, the direct experience. This is my life. It doesn't belong to anything but myself. And it is important to stay with yourself. Feel this in your life. Feel it and sense it entirely. Give yourself to your life and to what is good for you. Love the taste of your life and come back again and again. I just love that. Well, I'm so glad (laughs) that that resonates with you. I know that a lot of people listening to you right now uh, would say, well, you know, that's good when I'm uh, having a really good pizza or uh, I'm at an amusement park or somewhere in Jamaica. I love the taste of my life, but there are so many times when I don't love the taste of my life. How can I, how can I possibly love the taste of my life when I have these bitter relationships or these broken dreams and uh, all the rest of the things that we blame our unhappiness on? So I, I think that uh, we need to uh, throw out that broad net and make yes. sure everybody understands what is this life we're talking about because for most of us it can't possibly be the one we have at any given moment that is so true and you talk about just imagine a different kind of life and guy we know around the world many people are are demanding freedom and longing for freedom talk a little bit about the whole concept of freedom and why so many people are feeling this loss of personal freedom well, gosh, Jean, that's a, a broad tablecloth to uh, spread out our, our dishes on, isn't it? Look, Yes, it is. But go for it. You're the expert. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but yes. you know, I can tell you what I've learned and hopefully that we can see together yes. uh, whether or not it's true. How many times have you, the listener, Jean, myself for that matter, Uh, found ourselves uh, convinced in one way or another that when I could get a new job, move to another location, regain my health, make a little more money, gain more respect, whatever it might be that we've imagined, and that'll be the key word for now. How many times have we imagined that that freedom was just around the corner and we may have entirely dedicated ourselves to obtaining whatever that power, possession, or position may be, uh, and perhaps even acquired some or all of it. But I don't have to tell the listener, and certainly you don't have to be a prophet to be able to see, that no more do we seem to profit from uh, acquiring or achieving what we hoped than along come some form of event, a condition, some challenge, and the hard-won freedom is smashed like a, uh, a, a rock by some force that we don't see coming. And then we have to go and do the whole thing again and again and again. So what I'm alluding to here is that real freedom is not something that we obtain in the world. Real freedom is discovering our true relationship with the world, with the divine, 
that created this world and how through that relationship we can be renewed moment to moment and through that renewal find a freedom that can't be stolen from us because that renewal begins from the inside out not the outside in as most of us believe freedom is found freedom real freedom i know this is a mouthful doesn't have a beginning and an end real freedom is now or never it is right where we are within our relationship with what the moment is teaching us about ourselves revealing to us about ourselves and if we can't find it there then we can imagine a thousand freedoms to come and a thousand freedoms will turn into a thousand cages again as experience proves this isn't rocket science i'm not some new teacher appeared on the road somehow or you know somehow every true teaching that's ever been speaks of these things and tries to help us understand that freedom is something that is given to us in the beginning when we take this body made in the image of god and if that's true and most of us understand something of that as true then what are we doing what are we what is it that we serve moment to moment in our life that we believe if we just suffer enough serve it diligently enough finally we'll be free and when we can make that long list as most of us have been there done that been there done that eventually it dawns on us maybe i'm looking in the wrong direction for the wrong thing and that's really the beginning of finding true freedom Mm, I love that we're always looking for a better day, you know, looking for the future, uh, thinking that our freedom is, you know, we have these beliefs about freedom uh, that is tied to an institution or a person or, you know, something we desire or whatever. And, but what you're saying is that this freedom is kind of our divine birthright, so to speak, and it's kind of a natural thing that we kind of forget to realize with ourselves? Yeah, I would I would say that what you've said is accurate. And I'd go further to say it's not so much that we forget, which we do, but that we live in a world that's dedicated to ensuring that we are distracted sufficiently enough to believe somehow or other that the, the, the fulfillment of our destiny, and let's slow down and fill out that, that idea, that the fulfillment of our life of our life purpose exists outside of our life as it's being given to us does the does the mustard seed that become the mustard tree is the mustard tree outside of the seed mm-hmm. or is the mustard tree the fulfillment the completion of the seed's journey and and we are whether we recognize it or not a kind of divine seed we are sown into this world much as the christ talked about the parable of the sower and that, and that in this life within us in this moment if we are not fulfilling that destiny then what is it that we're doing because if i can just try to flesh that out a little bit more yes how how, how can i believe that what i will experience a moment from now is somehow different than who i am in that moment is not who i am the seed of the moment that will follow and is not the moment that is born out of what i am in that moment inseparable from what i am in that moment 
which means that we have to start in the right place. We have to begin our journey, this idea of looking for freedom in a world where that freedom already exists because who and what we are is unendingly being fulfilled moment to moment. But the catch here is, and it's a big one, we are not being fulfilled the way we imagine we're supposed to be fulfilled because that's where hell is on this planet, is living from a constantly imagined time and place when we will finally become what we've imagined we're meant to be, only to find out that not only is that an ever-receding goal, but even when it's achieved, it crumbles like dust because we cannot keep the conditions in place. So it's a, it's a total mind shift, Gene, a complete reorientation. Christ called it metanoia, mm -hmm. a completely different way of looking at ourselves and our relationship to this world. Because if we don't begin there, then we will continue to look through this glass darkly. We'll continue to look through a set of eyes that aren't our own at all, but have been fully conditioned to believe somehow or other that freedom exists outside of who we are in a time to come. And there is no such thing as a freedom in a time to come. You know, that is so powerful because even as I look back upon my life thinking that, okay, the society says when you get that job or, you know, you buy that home or do all these things, you'll be happy. You'll have that sense of freedom. And I, I know for me personally, when I've reached certain milestones, it's like, wait a minute, something still is missing. And then yeah. you're looking for the next <clears throat> shiny thing, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> the next, the next, the next shiny man, the next shiny woman, the next, the next shiny ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and and believe me when I tell you, and I, listeners, I know you you may not know anything about the speaker, but without going into detail, I can tell you that I have in my lifetime spent more hours than I care to count around and within and as a part of what the world admires as the rich and the famous. And I can promise you without any hesitation that the men and women that you think are free and happy are the furthest thing from it. And that in many ways, they are no different than you and I. They are still looking for something to make themselves feel whole, to make themselves feel real. In fact, if you look at it, I can promise you the more we add to ourselves through ambition, goal setting, achievement, not that there's anything wrong with wanting to succeed. We have to go through that those set of steps, but we need to be honest about those set of steps that when we get to the top of that ladder, as Gene was saying, whatever it may have been, that what we find there is that we're at the bottom rung of another ladder. Yes. And and that and it's this unending set of ladders in, in the in the Greek uh, mythology, the Sisyphus, forever being punished, pushing that rock up to the top of the hill in Hades, only to have it roll back down and have push up it again. So let let's be honest. How many times do I have to get crushed by my own ambitions, by my own disappointments, by the way people treat me? We're not meant to be crushed by any condition that takes place in this world. I don't care what it is. Even when you hear about your own mortality, if we live our life properly and we be begin to understand we, we exist as, as a creation that is forever 
being brought into a relationship with that which completes us in the moment, then we don't fear anything. And because we don't fear anything anymore, we're not looking for freedom from what we fear anymore. Mm, that is so powerful. We get caught up in illusions and, uh, you know, again, looking for a, a better day or something new or what society tells us will bring us happiness. And uh, what you're saying is that we have to find within ourselves that sense of satisfaction and contentment. And guys, when we come back from uh, commercial break, I like for us to talk more about the blocks to freedom and how reliving and revisiting the past <laughs> is a, a major block to our personal freedom. So you I bet. think we're we're ready for a brief commercial break. So stay tuned for more wisdom from our internationally renowned spiritual teacher, modern day mystic philosopher, best-selling self-help writer, <laughs> author, and founding director of Life yeah. of Learning Foundation in Maryland, Oregon. We are indeed honored today to have Guy on our show today. And we are talking about the first and last freedom, the awakening of your true self. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best selling authors international news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org Have a wonderful day. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com and now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are fortunate to have on our show today, Guy Finley, the first and last freedom, the awakening of your true self. Guy is an internationally renowned teacher, spiritual teacher, best-selling self-help writer, author, and founding director of the Life of Learning Foundation in Maryland, Oregon, the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery. And Guy will share how you can access uh, the resources that are available uh, at the uh, Life of Learning uh, Foundation, uh, the Center for Spiritual Discovery. So, Guy, uh, can you share with our listeners about your services and how they can access? Uh, thanks, Gina. I'm glad to do it. Because, you know, depending on where all of this falls on the ears and hearts of the people that are joining us, if you you can acknowledge or feel any truth in it at all, it's important that we do the work of acting on that knowledge. And to that end, I speak three times a week, 100% free, nothing to join. You can find, I'm online, uh, I believe it's guyfinley.org forward slash classes. Uh, find out about it Wednesday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, 
Again, 100% free. Uh, my website, guyfinley.org, uh, 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 you can go through the free resources there for years and not come to the end of the material that's provided there. So to be very clear, and I want to be very clear, uh, it's, it's wonderful to hear beautiful ideas, uh, but it's another thing to fall into a trap of another ending set of promises by someone who seems to uh, be, you know, prophesizing great things ahead. That's not what I am. That's not what I do. And that's not what I want. What I want to do is share these ideas with as many human beings as possible. And the only way you'll know that's true is if you follow up and then see, like Gene is saying, whether or not there's another way in which we can begin to meet life from the inside out in real terms and out of that revelation of that new relationship enter into a completely different uh, order of our own existence. So that's it. Uh, I'm sure Jean will have it up on her site, but again, I invite everybody to join. And, and, and Guy, I would like to share with our listeners my personal testimony. Every time I listen to you, it's like coming home, uh, being more aware and awake uh, within myself and using your key lessons. What I love, you have key lessons <laughs> with valuable wisdom and insights that I really try to co incorporate momentarily in my life. It's like when I'm slipping back, it's like, okay, come back, come back. And I always yeah. think about those key lessons. So yeah. I just have a personal testimony uh, of your uh, lessons and your... Yeah. your Thank your, you, Jean. Mm -hmm. and, and, and those are free too, I might add. So Again, uh, if you want, if you're interested, you know where to look. And we can go on now, Gene. Thanks okay. for the opportunity. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Guy, you know, there are so many blocks to freedom. And, you know, I, I was uh, listening to one of your uh, talks and you were talking about how one of the blocks is really reliving and revisiting the past. We And you had a key lesson. You said to revisit any painful memory is asking to relive its pain. And to yeah. relive any such pain is to ask for it again. I mean, that hit home because can we stop a memory from coming? <laughs> uh, can we, can we, the echoes of the past with all of these memories that we relive over and over and over and we get stuck and captivated and we cannot be free. Please give insight into this and even the types of memories. Well, look, we can keep this really simple because I know we don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. but, but just to begin with, and I don't know why it takes so long. I, honest to God. Um, but whose mind is it? I mean, is it my mind? Or does my mind belong to something else? And the first shock, the actual first necessary shock that we have to have is that something that feels like me, talks in my voice to me, says, Guy, let's go back and revisit when that girl broke your heart 34 years ago and how you've been bitter ever since. And let's make a plan after we revisit that to make sure that somehow or other she knows what you've become and how sorry she should be for doing that. So we're literally picked up in some kind of a dark carriage and we get into it without any awareness of where that thought or memory is going to take us. 
and we revisit a moment where we became a victim of an equally unconscious mind and then believe somehow or other that if I just revisit when I was a victim, one day I'll finally stop being a victim. And that's the definition of insanity. So the, the issue is, the first issue is before I can begin to be free and understand the nature of freedom, I must awaken to the fact that as I am presently, and that's the key word, as I am now, I am not a free human being because I give my attention to every thought and feeling that says, hey, guy, let's look at this. Let's relive that. Let's do that again. And one day, and you don't need to be a genius. I just need to realize I'm about to go back into a dream. And every time I go into that dream, I get dumped someplace. And I'm tired of being left flat on my face, believing that I'm going to be free if I just fall on my face again. End of story. That's where it begins. Yes, and it's like we're trying to fix a, a memory or fix a situation that's already passed. And yes. many of us hate these old memories that we come to, right? Well, well, but look, it, do you, if, you had a, if you had a girlfriend, Gene, and you hated her company, how many times would you call her? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And Guy, I think in one of your lessons, you talked about protecting yourself. It's like, you know, how we keep on and on with something. And it's like, okay, there comes a time where you have to really ground and protect yourself. Uh, uh, This old self realigning with the old, trying to fix uh, something, solve something. Let's be be very careful here. Okay. Because we're not talking about protecting ourselves like somehow or other I need to put up a wall or get some okay. you know some some kind of guru or special mm-hmm. thought you know some religious icon hanging around my neck that's not protecting ourselves that's actually the antithesis of it okay. we have to understand how the mind works okay it, it's it's my mind why don't I understand my own mind my, my mind tells me what I understand that's like letting a dog tell me I have to cook a steak for it. It makes no sense. So when I say protect myself, what I mean simply is this. When along comes a thought and it says, let's go back one more time and think about how much pain there was when he or she did that. In that moment, if I'm asleep to myself, I take the sleeping journey. I get in the sleeping car on the train And down the track I go and find myself tormented by what? What my own mind told me I needed to revisit. So protecting myself doesn't mean that when I get into that sleeping car and I'm having that nightmare, this is what we call protecting. Now I start to resist what my own mind insisted I do. So this is where we start to understand in the old scripture, Gene, in the Aramaic, the original teachings that Christ spoke in. He said, resist not evil. The actual translation of resist not evil is do not oppose what opposes you. So here I am. I actually welcome the painful thought, but I say I hate it. Well, if I really hate it, why am I reliving it? Because something in me wants the experience of that self again. And when I catch myself having delivered myself back into the hands of that dark dream, 
then I say, oh, I hate this dream. And I start to resist it as if I actually don't want to be there. But I am there. And I'm there because I was asleep in the moment to the invitation to be made a victim of that level of consciousness that's asleep to itself. That's what we have to do, Gene. The first step is to wake up. And we can't begin to wake up until we start to realize that something keeps calling us back into a dream that when we relive it, we're delivered into the hands of a dark, dreaming nature. So when a memory shows up, what do we do? What can we do? What's the first step in waking up? Gene, how do I say this to you? If, if, if you looked at your front door through the peephole, and standing there are five men in masks carrying bags and guns. Do you think to yourself, I wonder what I should do now with these people who have come to see me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you, I mean, really, do you? I mean, or do you call or do you call 911? In other words, if I'm awake to myself and a painful memory shows up and I can see it, I don't think to myself, oh, so good to see you, my friend. Let's get busy and steal from me everything that you want. No, if I'm present, I'm present to the pain in that memory. And if I'm present to the pain in the memory, and I can remember at least having a thousand times gone through that same rigmarole, then I'm not going to say, let's go. Instead, I'm going to wake up and wait until that memory disappears, which it will on its own, because the jig is up in that moment. I see you, I see through you, and I want nothing to do with you. And it's not resistance to the memory. It's the revelation of some light that appears in that moment and shows me the actual content of the character of that moment. Mm. And you speak to the fact that we, we can use those moments for healing. Can you speak more to that? That is, <laughs> that is it. That, that is the healing. Mm, okay. Listen, write, write this down, listeners. Okay, okay. Whatever remains concealed cannot be healed. <laughs> Whatever remains concealed cannot be healed. And everything in our present consciousness conceals itself in the promise of a healing to come. Healings do not take place outside of the moment in which what is hurting us has been revealed. The real healing, spiritually speaking, is that I'm no longer identified with what has concealed itself and called itself me. Because when I stop opening the wound again, by God, the thing heals. And in one of your talks, you talked about seeing with the spiritual eye. You know, uh, sometimes we're in that dark place or that memory shows up. Uh, how to get to the other side of that, that there is light, inherent light that can be revealed in the moment. It's there with you now. Mm. It's never not with you. Mm. And that's scriptural, east and west. I go before you to make the crooked places straight, said Christ. That doesn't mean, um, look, you're about to run into a problem, call on me, and I'll show up as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. It means I'm with you now, this light. Again, the Aramaic teachings. I am the light of this world. The real meaning of the world, the word light, is 
I am that which dwells within a man and a woman and that reveals to them in the moment the nature of their own mind, the nature of their own thoughts and feelings. And it is in the discovery of that gene that we come upon this metanoia, this, this wish for a new mind and the work that it takes to awaken it. We always have the power to choose, right, to wake up, to not be a victim of our thoughts and these past painful See, memories. Again, mm-hmm. and I know we got just two minutes left here, but mm-hmm. no, it, it's not we always have the choice. Do, do you have to choose not to open the door if you see the, the bad no. guys outside? Do you it's have to choose? It's automatic. It's automatic. It's done for, yeah, it's done for you. Mm-hmm. Awareness, this living intelligence that we are made in the image of, does the work. It will not let you hurt yourself if you see the temptation to do so. Seeing the temptation is the negation of that consciousness that believes that freedom sits outside of you with those guys with the bags over their shoulder. So we have that innate power, the light within, that's there to guide us. It's nothing we have to search for. And what you're saying, it's always with us. Yes. I just have to want, I have to want to remember why I'm here and what I want from life more than I want to identify with all of the temptations that tell me my life will be better tomorrow. I need to be present and I need to act in and from that presence. If I will remember to do that, I will see something that will gradually give me the strength I need to break that, that to, sh- to shatter and wake up from that dream. And Guy, what you were saying, we, we have this you know, with this connection with the outside world. But the most important thing is being in relationship with yourself. And we have to understand what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? And perhaps when we come back from break, you can break that down. You know, what does being in a relationship with yourself look like? What does it feel like? And what are some positive outcomes as a result of that? I just love that. Well, we can't wait to get back after commercial break, but it's time for us to just take a quick commercial break and stay tuned for more uh, on this just profound, wonderful show, The First and Last Freedom, The Awakening of Your True Self with our renowned, internationally renowned spiritual teacher, self-help writer, author, (laughs) founding director of the Life of Learning Foundation in Maryland, Oregon. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender 
but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centred connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascent Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. What a great show today with our internationally renowned spiritual teacher, self-help writer and author, founding director of Life of Learning Foundation and 
Maryland, Oregon, Guy Finley on our show today, The First and Last Freedom, The Awakening of Your True Self. And Guy, we want to talk a little bit more about how to really establish this relationship with ourselves. What does this look like? How does it feel? You know, where does one begin? Uh, Am I not in my body? Am I not sitting in this room? Am I not looking out at the forest outside my window? Am I not receiving impressions all the time from everything around me, from talking to you? What does it mean to be in relationship with myself? Look, we'll try to make an analogy here uh, of some kind. When... When you go, and we may have even spoken about this before in the past, I'm sitting here up in southern Oregon on a little mountaintop in a little house looking out at the woods, and I've got all my bird feeders, and I can see these uh, red-headed acorn woodpeckers and the nuthatches and the little Mm. uh, finches, and everybody's bouncing around, and the ground, the the fields outside are beginning to grow the green grass, but almost completely covered with all the leaves from the oaks. And the fog is in the air, and it's raining a little bit. I mean, when when you are present to yourself, you are taking in to yourself and experiencing what you're looking at. And we all know when we go to the ocean or we look at the mountains or a beautiful night sky or a full moon, that we, we can't drink in enough of that feeling, listening to some beautiful music. Maybe being with a loved one and and looking at the shine on her face or his face could be anything. In that moment, I'm not looking to add anything to myself. I'm not hoping for something to come. I am as complete in the moment as I am aware of what the moment is revealing to me about myself in that moment. That's what I love in those moments is that the observer, me, really has no difference between himself and all the impressions that are flooding in from outside of me. So there is a similarity. There is a singularity because there is a relationship between what I see outside of me and what that is revealing in my consciousness about me. Because every moment, whether we understand it or not, is a revelation of the character and content of my own consciousness. Where do I see the woods? I don't see the woods outside of me. Yeah, there's woods out there. But the experience is my consciousness of those woods. So to be in relationship with myself means that at any given moment, I can bring my attention back into my own body, into the awareness of myself, and allow the whole of that moment to educate me about who and what I am in that moment. What's beautiful, what I, what's, what's being resisted, who's outside the door, who's knocking, who's in there with me. All of that is present at once, not in individual segmented thoughts, each trying to analyze themselves as to whether this is good or bad. But the whole picture, Gene, is there at once in every moment in our consciousness, if we will be in our body, present to ourselves in that moment. That's what it means to be in relationship with myself, which is the same as being in relationship with everything within me and around me at the same time. 
period. That's beautiful. I mean, being present with yourself. And of course, I too, I just love nature, <laughs> looking out on my pines and oak trees and the birds. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, it brings me peace and it, it really helps me stay yes. connected to myself and all that is. I just but, love but the let's, experience. But let's, but let's add a very important point here to tie okay. together something we discussed before the break. Sure. What remains concealed cannot be healed. So mm -hmm. here I am, and like you, you said, I just love those moments. Everything I see outside of me awakens this beauty in me. I look out at the strength of that oak tree, and I can feel the, the yes. stamina, the power of it. But if that's true, why isn't it true when it comes to moments where uh, we have a problem connecting for our show? where somebody cuts me off on the freeway or some, some man is denigrating me or whatever it may be. Why isn't it equally true in those moments that everything I'm seeing and experiencing is a part of my consciousness? Because if I resist what my own consciousness is revealing, then I'm keeping concealed the fact that what is being revealed is actually a part of my consciousness. But we've been taught terribly so, tormented, by all kinds of mechanical false religious ideas that somehow or other only what's good in gene is good and everything else you're to shun and push away at all costs because that's evil and it's not supposed to be in you. What is light does not resist darkness. What is love does not have hatred in it. What is accepting and true and surrendering never pushes away anything that is brought into it. That is the true nature of love. The moment in which everything that enters into it is transformed through its relationship with that love. And that's what we are, the living word, the part of us that's capable of receiving those impressions, light, dark, good, bad, loving, hating, tolerant, intolerant, and allowing the moment to help us transcend anything in this consciousness that would say that's not supposed to be there. Everything we see is there. Let us be with it so we can see it through the eyes of something that changes it the moment it sees it. Mm. Guy, you said no event, no condition could do anything but contribute to your well-being every day. Everyone and everything works in your favor. Huh. Amen. Amen. All things, all things good come to those for whom the good is all things. We are created with the right, the ability, and ultimately the longing to recognize that we are part of an unfolding, unending goodness. God did not create evil. Human beings trying to make things good for themselves are the creator of the only evil there is in every form of it. Mm. That is profound uh, because I think if we look at every situation, whether it's good, whether we perceive it as good or bad or whatever, it's there. It's something there for us that to reveal something about us. Can you yes. shed light on that? Because even in relationships that we have, whether they're positive or negative, you know, we go down that dark road, or we can be in joy or whatever. Can you? share with us or give an example of this rela these relationship interactions that, you know, really affect us ongoing. <laughs> sure. Look, we, we can all see this. It's pretty obvious. 
most of us anyway, unless we've been just damaged beyond repair, are not only interested in the lessons that life has to bring, but we will profess that we really want these lessons. Mm. But the problem is, and it's pretty evident, and it's a total contradiction, I only want the lessons that I want. Mm -hmm. I don't want any lesson that comes along that seems to indicate that my soul remains uneducated as to the possibilities in itself. And if something pops up and there is some problem there, I'm not interested in discovering where it is that my consciousness has created a complicity with that. Now I blame you. So you can't have judgment and education of the soul at the same time. It's impossible. You can't resist a lesson and learn from it. Mm -hmm. And yet, if we watch carefully, we're always resisting things that don't seem right because they, that we don't like how they make us feel. That can't be right. The only thing that's right is how I feel. And if you don't feel what I do, out the door with you. That's not love. Love is understanding that all things work for the greater good of the man or woman who is willing to let these divine lessons, not my will, but thy will be done, let these lessons come into us, reveal what they will reveal, release us from what they are intended to release us from. And in that ceaseless revelation and realization, an endless rebirth, literally an endless rebirth. Mm -hmm. And a creation of kind of a new you, a new self. As I look back upon my life, some of my perceived worst experiences were the best uh, along yes. my spiritual journey. And when I look back, it's like, you know, I'm grateful for that, <laughs> even though yeah. it was a hard one, but I'm Absolutely. grateful for it. So Absolutely. what you're saying is being open to it and let these moments reveal to you what you need to learn and what you need to know to uh, to, 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 to align yourself on a, with a higher level of consciousness. Yeah. And look, here's a, here's a simple exercise for the listeners, for okay. those of the those of them that are still <laughs> still with us. Here's a, here's a simple lesson to prove, first of all, the need to awaken. And then once you see that, everything else will take its own place. Just as an exercise, and just for a day, don't make a big deal out of this. Just agree to yourself that whatever happens, you're not going to talk to yourself about it for a day. <laughs> just, just say, you know what? I, I'm going to put Jean with all that she knows, all she doesn't want. I'm just going to put her in a little closet for 24 hours. And I'm going to just meet the moment without all this dialogue, without all this conversation, blaming, judging. I'm going to just put her away for 24 hours. And you try that, listeners. And then you report back to Jean what happened. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're going to find out that your mind won't shut up, that you can't keep it quiet. And by the way, neither are you supposed to keep it quiet. You're just supposed to become aware of the fact that when you're talking to yourself about things that you don't want, you're listening to something that is absolutely asleep and that wants to bring you into its dream so mm. it can live your life out for you through its promises. What a wonderful exercise. Yeah, you know, because we're always talking to ourselves. Oh my God! And a lot of times, it's, we're we're, the, we're our own worst critic. Anytime you're talking to yourself, you're 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 in bad company. Period. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, as we look at solutions, helpful solutions, I, I, I recall listening to one of your shows, and you talked about 
having to die to yourself, die to this sense of the self that is painful, to make new choices in the moment, to reclaim your attention, to ground yourself and remember yourself and turn the past into healing power. Can you speak to this as we uh, close out and then share with listeners more about how they can access your books and resources? When, when I hurt myself, and I'm pretty much a master at that, physically speaking, um, do I have to figure out how to heal myself? Or the moment that I injure myself, does my body not begin the healing process, Gene? Naturally, it does. I mean, if certainly we want to coordinate and cooperate with the body's natural processes, given what we know that's intelligent and wise that science and medicine has provided. But by and large, the body is responsible for healing the wounds that occur to it. Now, the body's not going to wound itself. So first, I only wound myself when one way or another I've been asleep while I was doing something. But if I understand the body heals itself, and the body is a step or two removed from the divine, the soul, and the spirit, then how much more true would it be that when this unconscious nature unknowingly injures itself, that if I understand and I see that that's taken place, what do I need to do other than to get out of the way and let what is intended to be healed be healed because something that was concealed, I didn't know that I had this resentment, this this fear, that I didn't know that I walked around with a chip on my shoulder, but by God, I've had 4,000 experiences that prove otherwise. So let me, the next time that I feel that anger, that fear, that resistance, let me just agree. Again, as I said, let me see how long I can allow myself to be aware of the need for the healing, as opposed to thinking to myself, how do I succeed at healing myself? How do I get rid of you? How do I change your mind? How do I make the world more in my own image? And the more you see what a waste of time that is, and ultimately self-destructive, the more this natural healing will take place, because that's what this light, this living Christ, this living truth within us is intended to do. All we have to do is remember to hand it over to the right department in that moment and get out of the way. Mm, that is a fabulous closing. And Guy, can you just share your your website and where people can visit the Life of Learning Center for Spiritual Discovery? Thanks, Gene. Sure. Look, uh, I speak three times a week for free. There's nothing to join. Uh, go to guyfinley.org forward slash classes or forward slash letting go. I, I'm apparently, and I don't do this myself, but I have great people around me. I'm ubiquitous on the on the on the web, all the various social nets. You can find me there. Just search Guy Finley. Yeah, uh, I come up in the top line, I think. So pl- please f- find out, find yes. out. Gene will tell you there's nothing more valuable, and I can tell you I'm going to be 74 in a month. Thank God my life went in the direction it did, because otherwise I'd have been part of the part of this the the problem instead of working toward the solution. That's and, all I got to say. And Guy, you're you're you are truly a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and we invite thank you so much for being on our show today. And we invite listeners to tune in on demand, share our show with others, visit Guy's uh, resources and his website to learn more. You your life will never 
be the same. I know it. I can testify to that. So much gratitude to Guy uh, and his team. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Know the truth and the truth will set you free, as stated by Guy. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your love light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.